You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff. This is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. I'm here for a trick-or-treat bonus. I'm holding my bag open here. What are you going to throw in there, Jeff? Well, uh, we've got a nice uh, set of questions brought to us by our guest host, which we'll get to in just a moment. But joining me in studio are Ken and Neil. How are you gentlemen doing? Good. I have a giant uh, prosciutto to give you for for (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) I'm a little distressed by Jeff's white van that he rolled up in today with his candy. Yeah, it says candy, the number four, and then K-I-D-Z, candy for kids. That's disturbing. Yeah. So it's definitely a a trick-or-treat episode. Um, we're in masks here. Like we have been, uh, I was just thinking about it today. It's been seven months, I think since the pandemic, right? And, yeah, um, yeah. maybe a month and a half, two months in studio with masks. I've been having a great time. Yeah. Just a <laughs> jolly old time. Um, but, uh, pretty crazy. It's been this long, but, uh, Matt in that time, uh, moved to LA, moved back here, had an entire life, moved all the way back to LA. So how are you, Matt? I'm doing good. I was going to say my costume is a silent film actor, uh, so far as I haven't said anything, but, <laughs> Um, He's that guy yeah. from The Artist. John? <laughs> yeah. 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 Th- things are going well over here. Good, uh, good. 90 degrees still. Gotta love LA in October. And Matt, you're a kind of a basketball guy. Have you been watching the NBA Finals? Is it pretty crazy in LA oh, because of the Lakers? My, got my Jimmy Butler jersey on ready for whoever won the game tonight. I don't know who won, but we'll we'll insert the, the result here, I guess. Now, yeah. Now, Matt, as a Midwest emo superstar... I would think that you're kind of missing the fall weather, right? Um, I miss my hoodies. They're yeah. just, they sit, I open my closet and I look at them for 15, 20 seconds and I say, not today, boys. And I walk away. So, right, well, well I'll, I'll, I'll February for that. Apparently I will uh, drive down to Bloomington and uh, go cry in front of the American football house in honor of you, Matt. Oh, that's nice of you. Uh, nice of you, Ken. Uh, so, Jeff, uh, do you want to introduce our special guest today? Yes, joining us on our well, it's not really a trick. Um, kind of everybody needs double treats this year, so joining us on our treat or treat bonus is going to be uh, Patreon supporter Oakland Five. Oakland Five, yes. Ooh, Oakland Five supporter, nice. Getting those bonus episodes. Alex Croninger. How you doing, Alex? Hello. I think I said that right. It only took me like twelve times. Yep. I, in fact, I was so afraid of it, I you, you know, nailed it. Flubbed the thing and went back to Patreon. So. 
Now, Alex uh, has been uh, playing email tag with us uh, for a long time. Uh, our schedules haven't uh, aligned all that well, but uh, they definitely did this month. And uh, Alex, I know you've been doing uh, a little bit of travel if you want to talk about that. And uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, yeah, my name is Alex. Uh, I live in a suburb outside of Atlanta, uh, but I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. And I was there for the weekend. Uh, I went for my niece's fourth birthday. So today I got to drive back through hurricane rains uh, with my girlfriend and my two golden doodles in the truck. So I had a very fun drive, uh, but glad to be back here in Atlanta where it is rainy and ugly, uh, but looking forward to doing a triviality episode. Good. Glad you had a safe drive. Yeah. And uh, what are the names of the golden doodles? Uh, Peanut and Linus, named after the Charlie Browns gang. Oh, Adorable. that's really cute. Yeah. Um, and uh, raining and ugly, I think, is how the local media is describing the Atlanta Falcons this year, unfortunately. <laughs> it was Today was an ugly day for the Falcons. Yeah. I, I am a Titans fan, and it may be a worse day for the Titans. Uh, I don't think they will play at all this week, but we will see. Yeah. When your whole team gets COVID, it's hard to take the field. <laughs> <laughs> not optimal. Not what you will, Not what you strive for. You know who handled it perfectly, though? The NBA. NHL. Oh, the NHL. Well, that's the no. thing. I mean, uh, you know, just throw, throw everyone in a bubble, right? Everyone should be a bubble boy. In Canada. Yeah. Um, so, Alex, uh, you wrote some questions. I remember you reached out uh, a while back, uh, kind of giving the questions for free, but we actually all in studio, in the show, I should say, quote unquote, uh, we refused to look at them because we wanted to make sure if we ever had you on that you could uh, you could read them for us. But um, you put together a bunch of different questions. Is that right? I did. Yep. It's kind of a mixed bag of questions. Uh, it's going to be primarily pop culture, a little bit of sports, a little bit of history, a little bit of here and there. Um, kind of just random things that I came up with over time as I just kind of slowly jotted down a question every now and then until I eventually had a uh, full list along of questions. Cool. So we got we got Neil for the pop culture, Matt for the sports, Jeff for the history, and me for the here and there. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, take it away. We're, we're excited to, to hang out and play. All right. Uh, well, let's get started. So for the first question... On Spotify's top 100 most streamed songs list, 99 of the songs were released in 2011 or after. However, there is one song that was released in 1975 that is number two on the list. What is that song? Number two. Wow. This is the, the current 100? Yep. Did I say number two? I meant number 32. Oh, number 32. Uh, so not, it's uh, 1975. Um, I think it's that Fleetwood Mac song because of the guy on the oh. longboard who, who drinks juice. Oh, is that... Uh, yeah. uh, what is that mm -hmm. song? Eagle? No, not Eagles. Wait, I'm sorry. Give me any of the lyrics. Um, it's... Um, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. It's, dreams? Uh, dreams. And it's dreams. not the chorus that plays... Sorry. Dreams. Dreams. That's it. Okay, unfortunately, Dreams is not the answer. Oh. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen is still? the answer. Probably because of the film. I bet it just like went but up in still? popularity. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess you have Wayne's World. and it's two years ago. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, I mean, it's a good song, though. I don't know. Man. All right. So Dreams, uh, that guy with the TikTok. The uh, cranberry juice. Yeah, guy. Ocean Spray bought him a truck. Yeah, when filled, they with, filled with cranberry juice. Yeah, <laughs> And then uh, I think the best video was Mick Fleetwood did a a, cup, or a version of the video on his own skateboard, which is kind of fun. Yeah, There's I, a, there's I a Mr. Sub version where a guy's eating a Mr. Sub while listening to the song. Also very good. Oh, yeah, that's a local sub place for anyone not from Illinois, uh, I think. I don't think it's anywhere else, but... It's nice to see that one of these viral videos actually like improved a person's life who just seems like a pretty good guy, you know? 
He definitely has a lot of cranberry juice now. Yeah, that's for sure. He's <laughs> yeah. good for a while. All right, moving on. Uh, so the song Bohemian Rhapsody, the song Hey Jude by the Beatles, the song Tiny Dancer by Elton John, Perfect Day by Lou Reed, and many other songs all share one thing in common. What is the string that ties all of these songs together? And also Lady Stardust by David Bowie. Hmm. What What about... Um... Their length, maybe? They're the longer songs that made the... Yeah, it's... Because uh, Bohemian Dance, Rhapsody yeah. is long. Tiny Dancer half, is minutes. long. I don't really know the other ones. Well, um... Hey Jude is long. A lot of them have, like, um... Uh, not not words, necessarily, but, like, um... Tone, like, nah, 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 like that, and Hey Jude, and then uh, Bohemian... Or, does that Bohemian Rhapsody not have words? It just has like blah 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 blah. No, you mean, know what I'm saying? I, I think you're on the wrong track. Oh, okay. I think I think it's got to do with their length. Their length. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess they are long songs. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? Um, I was thinking, were they? I know two of them were in Almost Famous. I believe. I don't know if they were all in it. No. I don't think so, though. That's what I was thinking. I don't but, think so. I think it's uh, due to, I think it's the length of the songs. I I, so I like, guess. Longest songs to reach number one on the yeah, charts something or like something that. like that. I can't, I can't narrow it down, but I think that's that's what it is. That's kind of where where you're you're zeroing in on. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, I'm go with that then. Well, if I emphasized what is the string that ties all of these songs together, all of these songs were recorded on the same piano at the same studio. Oh. Ooh. Okay. That's cool. Wow. That's like that's a pretty eclectic Rep- list there. Reputable yeah. piano. Wow. It is. I think it's at a Trinity Recording Studios in Britain. Okay. Mm. It was uh, Jane Campion's The Piano. <laughs> another deep film reference. Another deep, yeah, another deep I film I found reference. that film very <clears throat> erotic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the Piano? Harvey Keitel. <laughs> what, now, that is a, so- that is a soundbite you should take and save just to use to, to embarrass Jeff a little bit. I find that very erotic. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no Harvey Keitel full frontal. I don't, I don't want to see the movie. How do you feel about Harvey Keitel, Alex? <laughs> I don't know who Harvey Keitel is, to be honest there with you. Well, it's probably, it's probably wolf, for the best. Right? He's the wolf? He is the yeah, wolf, he's yep. The wolf. And he's the bad lieutenant, which Ken's referencing his full frontal right there. And yeah. the piano. <laughs> and the piano. Question three. What is the title of the first book published by Dr. Seuss? Ooh. One of those, you either know it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this, um... Oh man, maybe uh, green eggs and ham. Is that? I think I think he's starting. Lorax. I think he's starting off with a little less whimsy. So Cat maybe it's hat. like oh, all the places you'll oh the places you'll go. I was thinking that too. And then he just gets that... more insane as you go. Because like along. once you graduate, you're like oh all the places you'll go, it's happy, and then everything just goes downhill. <laughs> right. and you're, right. Then you're the Lorax, and the society's falling apart. <laughs> I, I, I like that answer because you're right. I mean, Ken, I think he started with a little less whimsy. Yeah. Old, uh, yeah, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All the places you'll go. All right. Well, that would actually be 1931's A Pocket Full of Boners. Oh. What? Wait, pocket, wait. Pocket Full of Boners. Oh, a I thought I heard I thought I heard that wrong. <laughs> no, so, so in old timey speak, a boner is like uh, when you f- like something Like a joke up. or like a, like a, a gaff almost. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that that's so funny because I I mentioned um, during our recording today that uh, trying to get over this concussion, I watched a little bit of Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler saying, and in that movie, his mom tells him that a boner is a mistake, and he keeps saying like, "I had a boner." Yeah, yeah. So okay. That is actually where this question just came from. Is it really? I also watched Hubie Halloween <laughs> and looked that up and looked up the origins of the word boner. Wow. There's, there's actually like old. Um... Batman comics where Joker is saying yeah. like I'm gonna pull the biggest boner of them all and it's like really like the, uh, the way he's saying it is just working out perfectly for the modern context that's so interesting okay so a pocket full of boners came out in 1931 was this before or after Adolf Hitler was appointed Chancellor of the Nazi Party and gained power of Germany well that's up to to Jeff uh, I think, wasn't it like 34 35 that he took power might even be earlier. I'm thinking 32 for some reason. But I'll yeah, I'll leave it to Jeff. I don't know. I think it was after. after. I think it was about 33 that he was chancellor. So we all have different year, but it's always after. I think 31. so. Okay. So we're saying after. And Jeff hit the nail on the head. It is 1933 that Hitler came to power. Nice. I thought, I thought Jeff would know that. Yeah. Let's go with history. <laughs> yeah, I was like, as a kid, I was like super into World War II because I was like, how how did this happen? Yeah. Like, how did and the now world we know. turn against itself? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's actually super easy. Yeah. Hmm. Wah, right. wah. <laughs> I got to have my one per episode. I'm contractually obligated. All right. So from, from 10 years old to 30 years old, next to the toilet are World War II books. And then once you're you know over 55, then it's Civil War books, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Ken Burns then becomes and my then, best friend. And then over 60 submarine stuff. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Question number five. Uh, in World War II, the Office of Price Administration set limits on many items uh, to save for the war effort. To save on gasoline and tires, what nationwide law did the Office of Price Administration enforce on vehicular traffic in the United States? Mm. I think I know. I think this is the uh, the national speed limit, wasn't it? I think I think they set like uh, the highways uh, speed limit to, really? to to conserve gas and yeah, to I'm reduce cool wear that. and tear on tires. Hmm. That makes sense. I've never heard of it, but I mean, your logic sounds good. We'll go for it. That logic is exactly correct. There was a national speed limit of thirty-five set everywhere. Hmm. Whoa! I'd be speeding all the time. I would be speeding everywhere. Having, having driven to and from uh, Alabama from Atlanta today, I can tell you that I certainly would not have driven 35 the whole way. <laughs> you'd, you'd still be driving. I would still be driving. <laughs> today, the U.S. certainly does not have a 35 mile per hour speed limit. However, we do have speed limits, which often get broken during police car chases. Police car chases often end in a pit maneuver. The P-I-T in pit maneuver is actually an acronym. What does it stand for? So I, I think I know what it is. Um, Pinch. Yeah, I think it's there's two two answers I have. Usually with high speed chases, the police either throw down the the uh, the blades or the jaws. Like the strips. They, yeah, thank you. The strips. Mm -hmm. But I think the other maneuver I always know that they use is they pinch or they they hit a tiny bit of the rear bumper on a car so that it spins. It spins right. Yeah. I don't know how to say that in pit form though. Like, um, oh man, yeah. What would the T stand for? Um, traction? No. I don't know what any of them stand for. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I can't. I can't figure it out either. But yeah, they pull up right alongside. They pinch, they intercept, and trash. 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really do wreck a lot of vehicles. Apparently, that's pretty that's fatal a lot of the time so there there's a movement to stop that kind of thing but mm-hmm. uh um yeah we don't we don't know this time okay that would be the pursuit intervention technique oh. is maneuver okay. hmm. trying to intervene in a pursuit it's kind of insane that we just let them do that with our taxpayer dollars to, to just trash the cars. trash vehicles yeah yeah and like in the UK, they like they get a bunch of cops, and then that one pulls in front, one pulls alongside, one pulls behind, and they just slowly slow down. Yeah, that seems to make sense. So they can kind of force them off the road. But wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of highly televised police chases, probably the most famous in everyone's memory is OJ. OJ is famous for winning the Heisman. Can you name two of the last five Heisman Award winners? No. Yes. I think so. Uh, yeah. Kyler Murray is one of them. Yeah, and the Cardinals, sure. right? I mean, Baker Mayfield won. I don't know how, how long he's been in the league, though. Baker Mayfield, that I think that was 15 or 16, so I think that's one of them, too. So I think you got Baker two Mayfield. of them. How many of them can you get? Uh, uh, Jameis won, didn't he? Was that in 15? That's that's before. That was uh, before. That'd be 2013. Oh, 13. Yeah. Holy cow. That was a long time ago. Um. Uh, who's the Murray. running back on the Titans who's from Alabama? Murray, right? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. 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 I think he won the Heisman. Derrick Henry is a third one for you. Yeah. Um, Who won last year? I think it was a quarterback. Probably, I can't remember. Um, quarterback. Oh, it, it wasn't the kid from uh, oh, the Chargers. Tua. Oh, Tua, Tua won, right? Tua did not win. I think Tua came in second. Um, Same with uh, McCaffrey came in second <laughs> for the Heisman. All right, so who are the other two? You had Joe Burrow from LSU mm. last year. Oh, and then Lamar Jackson from oh, Louisville yeah. in 2016. Ah, that's right. A lot of quarterbacks. That year they were like putting up like 70 and 5 on people and just dunking like crazy. It's like 90% quarterbacks. You you have to really kind of do something running special backs. to You've win. You've got to be yeah. a really yeah. good kicker. For uh, yeah. for Alex's uh, enjoyment, my favorite Heisman Trophy winner was Eddie George. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, as a Tennessee Titans and an Auburn Tigers fan, it hurts me to cheer for Derrick Henry uh, at the Titans now. I absolutely love him, and five years ago, I absolutely despised him. Yeah, so did I. As a Michigan State fan, I watched him destroy us in the Cotton Bowl. So, <laughs> I watched him run over us year after year, and now I get to cheer for him running over people. All right. So. The pit maneuver is one example of an acronym, but another example of an acronym is YOLO, which took the world by storm in the early 2010s. In 2013, what trio released a song titled YOLO, taking a different approach to the word? Hmm, that's featuring, uh, who was on that? I can't remember. Um, I actually have written here for three points each, name the Grammy Award winning singer and Grammy Award winning rapper who were also featured on the comedy song. I think it was Lonely Island, right? Yeah, it's Kendrick Lamar and a uh, guy from Maroon 5. Oh, What's Adam Levine. Adam Levine, YOLO. It's that is on. correct, and all bonus points awarded. It is The Lonely Island featuring Kendrick Lamar and Adam Levine. That is correct, yeah. all bonus points awarded, and may God still have mercy on your soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Many people like to get bad tattoos. I personally know someone that got YOLO tattooed on their body. In 2019, Ariana Grande got a tattoo on her hand in Japanese that was supposed to say the name of her hit song, Seven Rings. Unfortunately, the meaning got lost in translation. And what tattoo did she actually receive? Yeah, this so is this is what my, is the translation is of the tattoo Ariana Grande actually got? This is my area. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Do you, do you know this one? Yeah. I thought it was Roger and Hammerstein's hit. Yeah, Seven Rings, yeah. Um, they definitely use that in there. And then also, uh, uh, well, that's Boyfriend. I was going to say that she uses NSYNC. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I remember hearing this. I just can't pull it off the top of my head. I was just thinking of her tattoo that she got with Pete Davidson. Didn't they get matching tattoos? Yeah, he, sure. Yeah, he got, um, well, he got the bunny ears behind his ear for right. her, and I think he tattooed over it. <laughs> I don't know what is what is it, Ken? I think she's a big fan of cookouts, actually, because uh, it says uh, Japanese barbecue. <laughs> that is exactly correct. So it originally said barbecue grill, and she went back and got it fixed, and now it says Japanese barbecue finger. Oh my god! <laughs> mm. Talk about a spooky treat, right, for October. She should have asked you first. You could have proofread her tattoo for her. <laughs> He wouldn't have made any corrections. But. I, can't, I can't actually read the kanji. <laughs> so. All right. Although they don't have barbecue grills, according to Wikipedia, Subway is the restaurant with the largest number of locations globally. Based on their number of 2019 number of stores, if you were to eat at Subway for three meals a day, every single day, how many years would it take you to eat at every single Subway? What a and sad quest. Within five years in either direction, I'll give you a guess. I believe is... it's achievable in a lifetime. So you're saying uh, eat at three separate subways a day. How many years to get through all of them? That's so you correct. can you can get through nine hundred, approximately what, close to a thousand subways in a year. Right. Okay. So let's let's, let's round to yeah. roughly a thousand. Per I think year. there's like ten to fifteen thousand subways. Yeah, I, I don't thought know that was closer amount. to twenty, but. Really? 
Yeah. Well, then let's uh, do the difference then. So, so if 18 like years? 18 years. So 18 years. You, you eat you eat Subway three times a day until you become a legal subways. adult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You will have a very sad life for 18 years. But unfortunately, it would take you 37.9 years, almost 38 years, to eat at all 41,512 Subway restaurants. Wow. 41,000. I wonder if the international Subways have like interesting menu items. Probably. I'm sure they do. A lot of those other um, fast food joints uh, seem to do that. Like I know Jeffrey Seguritan um, visits a lot of different McDonald's around the world or other places, and they seem to have like nicer menu items. For the next question, we'll have a very unconventional question that's kind of a swing round type question. Okay. Um, For the 2020 season, there were 11 types of Girl Scout cookies for sale. Can you name all 11 cookies? I, I will say before we start, there are some regional differences. So some cookies may have two names. Uh, I will accept either name uh, for credit. Okay. That's standing. This is serious. So yeah. Well, no, I have a leg cramp and I'm really dying. <laughs> <laughs> Samosas. So I'll be standing. Samosas. Samoan. Samoas. 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 Samosas are Indian dumplings. Yes. Right? <laughs> Samoas. That's one. Hopalongs. Tagalongs. Tagalongs. Hopalong is an indie punk band. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Thin uh, mints. Mint. No, I, th- I was gonna say Ken would say Thin Lizzy, and I'm like, no, no, Thin Mints. Dosey Dos. Is that a cookie? What is that? Yeah, yeah, oh. it is. They have the lemon, uh, lemon. What's the lemon one? Oh, that's the. Um, well, I know there's the shortbread. Is that the shortbread? Yeah. They have a s'mores cookie. They have. Oh, so what's what's the what's the peanut butter one really called? Peanut butter patties. Is, I, I think it used to I be I thought called. those were the dosey dos, but I can't remember. You mean the, the peanut butter covered in chocolate? No. Those ones are dosey dos, I yeah. think. No, oh, the just peanut the butter peanut sandwich? butter sandwich. Those oh. have a special oh. name. I thought those were the tagalongs. Tagalongs are, are peanut or chocolate, and then inside is peanut butter. Those are my favorite. Okay. Um, Fun fact some thin mints are vegan. Not, not that, all. Not all, but depends some. what factory they come from. Oh, that's interesting. Um,. Lemon Sunrise? Lemon Smiles? What? Lemon what Kiss? That? Lemon Bar? I can't remember what that one's called. Um, You're very close. The Lemon Law? Um, lemon. lemon Party? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes in 30 Rock, by the way. All right. So we got Samoas. Yeah. Tagalongs, Thin Mints, Dosey Dos, Shortbread, S'mores, and Lemon Party. <laughs> <laughs> How many um, of those are right? Six, right? All of those are right. All six of those are correct. Yeah. Including <laughs> Lemon Party? No. Well, that's not the name, but he knows what we're talking about. Um, You're very close on the lemons. There's I, actually two lemon cookies now. There are the Lemon Ups and the Lemonades, okay, which are okay. the exact same cookies, except for the Lemon Ups have inspirational messages on them. <laughs> um, what? I'm trying to remember what else I bought over the years. I'm tapped out on this category. There's those um the shortbread ones with the fudge on the other side. Aren't those a different one? Oh, like the black and white cookies? No, they're they like <laughs> they look like a graham cracker and they have chocolate on the other side. I think they have like animal pictures mm-hmm. on them, but I can't remember what they are. Well, I, I remember the that we're describing are the thanks a lot, mm-hmm. and the last two remaining are the toffee tastic and the caramel chocolate chip. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Do any of these mm-hmm. have oatmeal? Oatmeal type cookies? Not anymore. I don't think so. At least not currently. Hmm. That's a shame. Yeah. I, I, I'm an old man and I like oatmeal cookies. So do I. <laughs> oatmeal chocolate chip is one of my absolute favorites. Okay. 
William Marston, also known as Charles Marston, is known for creating an early prototype for the lie detector. He is even more well-known for helping to create what well-known superhero? I, I know this one. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll let you guys talk it out. Is, but there, I... is there some kind of link between those two accomplishments, or is it just coincidence? No. I mean, there's. it's definitely, uh, it influenced his work. Oh. <laughs> I think I know then. A superhero that could never lie? Would this be uh, related to... Uh, like a Bob Kane sort of. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Hmm. I will say there is I some history. The, I thought it was the world's greatest uh, detective. Or no, no, there is some uh, history there with um. Uh, there, there's a film about it, about him, and then also uh, his proclivity of um. Uh, I don't even know what you'd call it, but binding, tying people up, I guess, um, fetish, uh, and also like his relationships in life that affected his uh his art. So the character. All I'll say is uh, the character had some sort of binding um, in their quest for truth. Oh, uh, it's, Wonder, it's Wonder yep. Woman, right? Wonder Woman, yeah. Yep. Yep. Wonder Woman is correct. Lasso of truth. She had the lasso of truth that worked like a lie detector. Mm-hmm. There you go. So currently, Gal Gadot is currently well. I actually have no idea how you say her name. Is Gal Gadot correct? I think, I think that's correct. Gadot. Gadot. Oh, I, think it's Gadot. I think it's Gadot. I think. I'm almost positive. I don't think the T is silent. That's for sure. No, it's more like uh, Gadot, I think. Like with like a D-ish I sound. I think Gal Gadot is close enough. Mm. Gadot. Gal is well known for playing Wonder Woman. What movie franchise did she originally make her U.S. Hollywood debut in? Just need the franchise. I don't need which exact movie. Well, I think Ooh. I know what a franchise is going to be in. Really? Yeah. Cliffhanger? I think it... Uh... No, not Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me fix that car up for you. Uh... My my voice is really weird. It's been going Southern today for some reason. But Wait, anyway... Is that, is that Vin Diesel? Uh, yeah, I have a new hit song out you should hear. It's on... Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good Vin Diesel. Impression. It's not. It's not. Sounds like Sly. Let me take a look at you. Yeah, it does sound like... Actually... <laughs> Oh, yo, Adrian, let me take a look at you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's Fast and the Furious. She played um, the, uh, I guess, the thief. I don't even know if she was an assassin, but um, that, that'd be my guess. Okay. I, I think those movies right. were about cars. I do. Yeah, they were about cars, and then they were about heists, and then they were about drifting. drifting. Yeah. I think you're right. That is correct. She is from the Fast and the Furious franchise. Ne- never do a Vin Diesel impression again. I thought it, in my head it sounded like it would come out better, but it didn't. <laughs> if the Pirates of the Caribbean followed the same naming convention as the Fast and the Furious mm. franchise, what would be the name of the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie? For example, as known on a Triviality episode, the second movie would have been Two, two Pirates, Pirates, Two Caribbean. Two Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. a great reference there to the uh, old episode. First that's, episode. A, that's like the, yeah, that's the, the first old, episode. old, old one. So okay. let's let's do this. So Pirates of the Caribbean is number one. Yeah. That's what Ken's here for. He actually knows the titles of these movies. Two like, Pirates. Two Caribbean. <laughs> yep. The two third Caribbean. one is Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. You'd have uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> that Tokyo might be a Drift. great movie. Uh, or, or conversely, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Curse of the Tokyo Drift. Yeah, the fourth fourth one is just the Fast and the Furious, the Fast and Furious, or the Fast and Furious. So yeah. pirates, 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 pirate. Caribbean pirates. 
Caribbean Pirate. Well, yeah, because yeah, the fifth one is just Fast Five, right? Which is the best one? So it'd be Pirate Five, Pirate Five, <laughs> Caribbean Pirate Five. five. Yeah. Pirate Five, yeah. Yeah, it'd yeah. be Pirate Five. Now, Pirate Five is that when two hook hands clink together? <laughs> All right. Next. All right. Speaking of bad or maybe bad movie franchises, the third movie in the Bad Boys trilogy, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, came out this year. Although he didn't direct this new 2020 movie, which director had their major motion pro- motion picture directorial debut? in 1995 with the first Bad Boys movie. Yeah, I think we all know this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be... Uh... Hold on, let me swing the camera around you in a circular <laughs> motion. Oh, yeah. Release release the doves, right? Is that this guy? No, no, nope, nope. Different reference. That's John Woo. This would be... Uh, a, this I was going to make a John Woo joke. This would be s- swinging camera into explosions. Uh, Michael, oh, Michael Bay. Sitting on the, the Michael Bay. Mike Sitting Bay on the is dock of the Mike Bay. Is that what you're going to yeah. say? Yeah, Ken calls him Mike Bay, though, because he knows him personally. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, shout out to Brian Smaller who colored. Yeah, he did portions of Bad, Bad Boys, Boys 3. Yeah. yeah. How crazy is it that Bad Boys 3 was released this year? I, it seems like it was five years ago. <laughs> and if there were, the, were going to be Oscars this year, which there probably won't be, that would be one of the movies up for the awards. Would it be? <laughs> yeah. They've got not Bad enough Boys? films. Three? Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to get nominated, but of the, the uh, limited number of films that actually went There's to theaters. There's only been five movies, so yeah. they're all nominated. What, what are you nominating this year? Tenant. Jeez, uh, no, I I haven't even. I seen really want to watch Tenet. Uh, what would I nominate this year? I don't know. There's a lot of good. Uh... All the good movies are streaming, and none of those count. You all were correct. Mike Michael Bay certainly directed the first Bad Boys movie. And speaking of Bad Boys, the TV show Cops premiered in 1989. What state was the first season held in? And I'll give you an extra bonus point if you can name the county. No. Okay, so the county clue. Leads me a couple places. I want to say it's Florida. Broward County, Florida. Broward County, where CSI Miami takes place. That would be my guess. I have no idea. Or my, well, that's Miami-Dade, yeah, isn't it? Or, or I'm sorry, Miami-Dade County. But Broward is like there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, Miami-Dade County might be better because that's where CSI Miami takes place. I don't know. That's, those are my two guesses. Yeah. Broward County is correct. Mm. Broward County, Florida was the yeah. first home of the Cops TV show. Although I don't have one in my hand right now, I'm a big bourbon drinker. So which single barrel bourbon is sold with eight different styles of horse and jockey bottle stopper? If you collect all eight, you can send them in and they'll mount them on a piece of one of their barrel staves. Hmm. So it's a it's a bourbon that has a horse and jockey on top of the bottle. Oh, it has a horse and jockey on the top. That's um kind of a little figurine, yes. Is that uh Johnny Walker? No. Mm-mm. That's a guy, Johnny, walking. Oh, it's, oh yeah. Uh, it's old Johnny is walking across the street. Um, well, I'm just thinking of bourbon, like bullet bourbon, Maker's Mark. I don't know if that's bourbon. Whiskey, maybe. Um, Would there be a county play into this question at all? Hmm. I, no, I, I don't, I don't think, think it's so. Jack Daniels, right? I don't know on this one. No, Jack doesn't come with anything on top. I think it's a fancy one. I don't, I don't think it's like a Glen Fittage, but something like that, but I'm not sure. So... I'm the only drinker, and I drink bottom barrel trash. So, what's the answer? <laughs> this is a little bit of an upscale bourbon. This is Blanton's. Blanton's bourbon. Mm-hmm. You ever have a Blanton's? I have had a Blanton's. No. I don't know. Sounds good though. I like the collecting portion of it there. Uh, how about uh, Alex? What if we do uh, a final three? Give us your final three 
actually final four best questions we'll each get one if we can get it right individually then uh, we'll get the our rings will illuminate like the planeteers all right last sports question i swear in 2020 <laughs> joe burrow broke the ncaa record for most touchdowns thrown in 2007 tom brady broke the nfl record for most touchdowns thrown interestingly the players who received the record-breaking touchdowns are father and son can you name that father and son? The last name is acceptable or just the name of the father who is a NFL Hall of Famer. I know this. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think, I don't know if this the son was drafted. I think he's still at the school, but I'm not sure. But I do know this one. Yeah, his his dad was in the stands cheering him on. It was quite the game. I his no dad idea. played basketball in high school with Jason Williams, White Chocolate. If that helps you, do. <laughs> I don't think it does. It won't help anybody. I, I like, uh, Jeff, if you want to take the reins on this one as one of the final questions, I'm, I have no idea. Yeah, I, am, I believe this is former Viking Randy Moss. That is exactly correct. It is Randy Moss and his son, Thaddeus Moss. Played for LSU. Hmm. In quarantine, I've taken to playing a lot of Nintendo Switch. Um, I've frequently been playing, and my girlfriend loves to play Animal Crossing. So in Animal Crossing, players can invest in the stock market, which is the S-T-A-L-K market, a play on the common stock market. What vegetable is traded in the stock market for currency? Ooh, I know this Asparagus? one, too. Nope. No. Green beans? This was the source of a lot of anguish. Oh, um, oh, oh. Then it's, um, what is it? Turnips? Turnips. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. You wake up on Sunday mornings, you buy turnips, and you sell them throughout the week. Was Gosh. it uh, Elijah Wood that was just like, somebody sent me their, their information because the, yeah. like, I need to sell these turnips? That's so funny. <laughs> Elijah Wood popping into people's villages. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you were to list all of the U.S. states and territories by population, where would Puerto Rico fall? I so, think I know. And, and depending on which census you use, the answers may change. So I'll accept an answer within two of either of the 2010 or 2019 estimate. I'm good. Just, uh, you go, this is a Jeff question. So. I think, this, weirdly, I've known the last two as well. But uh, I, That's because you're a smart guy. Thank you. Um, Puerto Rico has a population of about 3 million. And I believe that puts it, um, well, we got DC as well. I believe that puts it at 47. So based on the numbers I'm looking at, Puerto Rico is the 28th most populous state Holy or crap, territory right. from the 2010 census wow. or the 31st based on the 2019 estimate. I'm, I'm sorry. I was thinking of D.C. Oh. D.C. is, is uh, like 47th or something like that. Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Mind flub. That's all right. The pressure was on. All right. So you got one more for us? That's... One last one. One more. Coming full circle back to our first question about Dr. Seuss, what was the last book published by Dr. Seuss? Jeez. Oh, this one's all, all the places you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it, it does. It was, it was heaven. This one has the most whimsy, I would imagine, based on Ken's yeah. skill from earlier. If it was Shel Silverstein, I would say this is where the life ends. But uh, <laughs> wah, wah. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess all the places you'll go, like as a, a swan song, like, hey, I'm not going to be here anymore, but here's where you'll go. Sorry about the boner thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hope the environment's good with the Lorax and eat your green eggs and ham. 
Remember when, yeah, when was, we were kids, we'd eat green book. eggs and ham? I remember that. This isn't Turtles All the Way Down. I don't even know. what the, Is that a Dr. Seuss book? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm good with your answer. Okay. Well, Oh, the Places You Will Go is correct. Wow. Yes. And I guess he got more whimsy as he One went. One out of two. And on a high note, what were you going to say, Matt, about uh, Dr. Seuss? Oh, I was just thinking his last book was going to just be Sorry About the Boners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry about the boner thing. Um, yeah, those are great questions, Alex. Thank you for uh, for bringing those to our attention. Yes. No problem. It's been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, well, uh, anyone you'd like to give a shout out to? Do you want to say hello to uh, your girlfriend, uh, your golden doodles again, uh, Linus and... Uh, Peanut. Linus Peanut. and Peanut. Yeah, I'll say hi to my girlfriend, Abby, my uh, my golden doodles, Linus and Peanut. And I'll say uh, happy birthday to my niece, Lily, who I went to her uh, fourth birthday this weekend. Well, happy birthday, Lily. Um, well, thank you very much for bringing those questions. Uh, this was a, uh, a bonus for everyone. Um, but, uh, if you'd like to get more bonuses, you can go to, to Patreon and join Alex. So uh, that's over at patreon.com slash triviality podcast. You can get some, uh, great perks like posters and, and, uh, curated boxes as well as, uh, over 35 hours of extra audio content. So feel free to join Alex over there and help support the show. And most of you are on the crop, but if you'd like to hang out with us on social media, go to uh, the crop on Facebook or at triviality pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and anything else guys, it is October. So well, that was one take Neil right there. It was with concussion, one take pretty crazy. Um, but please enjoy your October. Stay safe. Uh, if you are trick or treating, uh, be, uh, be uh, conscious of others and, uh, wear, uh, wear a mask That's under like, your mask. Be healthy. Wear a mask. Yeah. That's uh, but yeah, thank you to Alex, uh, to Jeff and his Spartans uh, football t-shirt. Uh, I guess forgot good, about that. I guess good luck to the Spartans. Uh, and uh, Ken and Matt and Alex, my name is Neil. And that was a October bonus in Triviality. I found that film very erotic, very erotic, very erotic, very erotic, very erotic. Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.